Secrets of the Sire. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 2020 edition of Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sire Studios digital network. That's facebook.com slash secrets of the Sire. Streaming live on youtube.com slash Sire Studios. Twitch.tv slash Secrets of the Sire. You can find our podcast on all podcasting apps. Uh, that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, you name it, iHeartRadio. We are out there. I am your host, Michael Dolce, and as always, joined by my co-host, extraordinaire, how did it feel to have a two-week break, Mr. Hassan Godwin? It was wonderful. I, uh, let's, take a, let's take another two weeks off. <laughs> it was really nice. It's not let's, just, let's just stop. Let's just <laughs> what was really even nice, too, was just broadcasting out the video from our, our event as, as uh, last week's podcast and just being like, oh, this work is done. Which, which yeah, was a, and it was a nice change of pace. Did you, uh, by chance, catch uh, the Golden Globes last uh, last weekend? I caught the highlights of it. And uh, did you see we have a we have a uh, new wiener of the Golden Globes, which is generally a precursor to uh, Oscars, uh, Mister Joaquin Phoenix, who uh, took home Best uh, Actor in a Drama for Joker. So, bottom line is this. If you want to win an Oscar, you play the Joker. Unless you're Jared Leto. Unless you're Jared Leto. And I guess, and I guess Jack Nicholson, too. Yeah. So, I guess the lesson, is, the, lesson is, the lesson is you don't... If you want to win an Oscar nowadays, <laughs> nope, Jared Leto still, still doesn't work. Still doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. And did, exactly. You see, did you see a former Batman was, was trending earlier this week also? Uh, Christian Bale, rumored to be Beta Ray Bill. Uh, in Thor, I did not see Love that. and Thunder. Yeah. That's, that's all right. Well, Taika like Taika YTD can make that work. Casting rumors, casting rumors. All right. We're going to talk New Mutants trailer tonight. Do a little trailer truth or trash. That came out. We're going to spin the 2020 movie racks, uh, and we're going to put ourselves into December 31st, 2020, and we're going to name the, the highest grossing film, the most popular film, and the most controversial film. When we spin the racks. But first, we start with hashtag release the JJ cut. Now, this actually started trending, you know, I think right before New Year's or right after New Year's. Um, it was on a website called Disney Star Wars is dumb.wordpress.com. Uh, and what it did was it pulled from someone from Reddit who was, I guess, supposedly an insider. Uh, we will obviously disclaim this by saying it was someone from Reddit. So, you know, mm -hmm. take it for what it's worth. That being said, all the stuff that he talked about, or he or she, or this user posted, or they or theirs, uh, posted on Reddit was, I mean, it was big news. It was, I don't want to say big news, but it was big trending topics. So whether or not this is accurate or not, it definitely made the rounds. So what exactly am I talking about? I'll give you uh, some snippets. Um, there was supposedly someone who worked on the return of, of uh, the rise of Skywalker um, who leaked some information that essentially the cut we saw of the rise of Skywalker is not the actual JJ Abrams cut. The original cut was over three hours. He then had to fight 
I know I'm boring you, but it's okay. He I then didn't mean had that. to. Then <laughs> I totally to, forgot how it was. See, two weeks off. Two weeks off. You're supposed to. You're supposed to hide these things. I was. I next totally thing you know, was. you're gonna. Next thing you know, you're gonna pull a sandwich out, start eating a sandwich, <laughs> and you're you gonna sneeze actually, right I'm into the mic. Genuinely hungry. I am genuinely okay. hungry right now. But okay. The J.J. Abrams cut originally was over three hours. He was content to do that. He then fought. The studio then fought with him to cut it down and to put more lip, uh, it's more lip service, more fan service into it. He did. He cut it down to two hours and 37 minutes. The cut we saw was two hours and 21 minutes, and scenes were supposedly uh, rearranged. And J.J., quote-unquote, was devastated and blindsided by this. Um, he said he's been feeling down over the last six months because of some ridiculous demands Disney had that changed his movie story. While the scenes were shot, a lot of changes were made in post-production, and the audio was re-recorded and altered. Some of the biggest changes, according to this, the scene with the Force Ghosts, which, see, this is where I, I do kind of question uh, whether or not this is accurate enough, because I don't understand why it wouldn't be in the movie. Um, older actors like Hayden Christensen, Ewan McGregor, and Samuel L. Jackson, and anyone who wasn't animated, uh, they weren't meant to just be voices, because they shot the footage on camera, the actors in costumes. Ray was supposed to be surrounded by the Force Ghosts to serve as sort of a barrier between her and the Sith surrounding them. Uh, they think the source thinks uh, this is because of China. It's an office talk of sorts. Some VFX people claim they got a list of approved shades of blue they could use on Luke Force Ghosts. Cutting this out was when the bad blood turned into a nightmare for JJ because the movie he was making was suddenly ever unrecognizable to him. Another thing was the uh, addition of Jana. Jana was supposedly confirmed to be Lando's daughter, uh, whereas it was basically weirdly kind of insinuated at the end just because you're like, oh, hey, you're a, you're Lando and you're a black character, so you, you guys obviously have to be related because it's the galaxy and somehow that, that is the only way you guys could be absolutely related because you right. just happen to She's be there. She's also going to be dating Finn. So, right, you know, right, right, right. So the other thing. Right. So that was kind of interesting. There's a whole bunch of other stuff uh, where they were talking about, you know, Ray not only healed Kylo's face scar, but she killed Kylo when she healed Ben. Kylo ceased to exist when Ray healed him. My source mentioned that some people assume it was Han Solo who healed him, but that isn't true and that wasn't Han Solo. That was Leia using her own memories as well as Ben's to create a physical manifestation of his own thoughts to nudge him towards what he needed to do. That was her own way of communicating with him and it wasn't possible without her dying in the process she made the ultimate sacrifice and this flew over people's heads with the disney cut uh and finally finn wanting to tell ray something was always meant to be for sensitivity in the three-hour cut it's explicitly stated there was a moment when Jana and he are running on top of the star destroyer and finn needed to unlock um, or move something and he force moves it and acted surprised when it happened this was replaced with a cgi'd bb-8 fixing whatever he needed to fix on there What, if any, do you make of some of the stuff? And I, I mean, I can go on too. There's, there's other stuff. Uh, Babu Frank was supposed to be cut. They thought people, you know, Disney thought. What do you, what do you think of the idea that Disney has essentially co-opted this franchise for the final installment? See, that to me seems plausible. That to me actually, it doesn't necessarily justify the three movies we've seen, it doesn't necessarily justify, uh, you know, everything that kind of happened. Uh, it goes on in this, in this thing to say JJ was not happy with where the last Jedi took the story. 
the final result is a mix of the story of that story and the story told by Disney and whoever they try to impress. JJ is gutted over the final result. Um, well, first of all, it's a rumor. I get it, right? Okay. I'm, wait, can I'm waiting. Can I yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Question I'm now? waiting. Yes, I'm waiting. For you. <laughs> okay. I know you'll check the video. The two times I opened my mouth to answer and you you started talking again. I so. thought you were eating a sandwich. <laughs> uh, go ahead. No sandwich. Go ahead. Uh, um I you know what? It's 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 not impossible that any and all of these things happen. I don't think it matters, um, personally, because the changes that they made, or the changes that it sounds like they made, are still, you know, still part of this incoherent, like, jigsaw puzzle kind of mm-hmm. mess that the movie would have been in the first place. So these set pieces would have been different and a little more interesting, maybe. You know, the, all the Force Ghosts showing up at the end would have been a, a, a pretty visual, would have given me, like, a, you know... A, a moment, mm-hmm. you know, in the theater, like, oh, okay, that's nice. But I mean, this movie is a mythology breaker, right? So, first of all, it's because of it's because of Ryan Johnson and and now JJ. That's for some reason using the force can kill you, mm. right? So Luke dies because he used a force. Leia died because she used a force. Ray died because she used a force. Kylo died because he used the force. Mm. You know, yet the Emperor lives on, you know, like so, so these other people who manipulate the, the force, they they survive. I mean, it's just so I don't know. I don't know. It 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 it's probably it could be, it could be the the. To answer your question, yeah, it could all be true. I don't believe it because a lot of it fits too well or too neatly with a lot of prevailing narratives about what's wrong with the with well, that's Star I, Wars in in the first place, right? So, like that kind of that kind of like the fact that J.J. Abrams hates Ryan Johnson and that he's heartbroken over those movies that's i see that part i don't buy i don't buy i don't buy ryan john i don't i don't buy jj abrams being i think he is though i think he genuinely is and i'll tell you why because this is going back when he first was what uh, what, what don't i what don't you buy what don't i buy uh that, that he's not heartbroken i think he is heartbroken that, in but way. that wasn't what i was gonna say but okay <laughs> Go ahead. You just, you just said I don't. You don't buy that JJ is heartbroken over. The I movie. I say I, I said that's that's kind of where it uh, it it starts to get iffy for me. But what I was gonna say is I don't buy that he would be manipulated that way. I don't. I don't know whether he's heartbroken or not. I don't care about that. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. Still, I don't buy that he would be moved around like that. I mean, he knew what he was getting into when he got back into it. He said, this is the house that he built. Sure. So, like, he, he goes back in. He knew exactly what he was going to get. He knew exactly what was going on. He knew exactly what he was getting into. He was cajoled to come back, or he was compelled to come back for whatever reasons. So, like, you know, to come back and then for him to be, like, feeling betrayed about, like, you know, or, or, or in some way blindsided 
by you know by the the, the corporate soullessness of uh, of you know of Disney's uh, want of a mm-hmm. of a of a crowd pleasing product. I I just nah, I, I just don't see that personally. Well, I mean, he he might couple, be heartbroken. I mean, reasons, I don't know, but reason reason uh, I do think he's heartbroken. This is going back to interviews he did before he took over the Star Trek fa- uh, franchise. And he actually openly said, he says, you know, this is really exciting. However, I was always a Star Wars guy. Star Wars, if I get the chance to direct Star Wars, would be, you know, something that is, that is more sentimental than Star Trek. Star Trek, I, I, I think the characters are great. I think the movies are great. I, I'd like to add to that. I'd like to take this franchise and bring it back to, to what its prominence was and its importance was. But he never talked about having the love for Star Trek that he did for Star Wars. So I think that... Uh, yeah, I mean, so what? I mean, like that doesn't necessarily mean it. He 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 wanted to make a Star Wars movie. He did. He made a two billion dollar no, I know. Finan- you know, oh, I know, uh, I know. Successful Star Wars. No, I know, movie. I know, I know. But that's where I think when he sees if he direction- if he wanted to save this thing, if he wanted to, if he was going to be heartbroken, he wanted to save this thing. He could have not walked away from it in the first place. He could have stewarded it. The- I don't think he. I don't think he did. Well, see, but that's what it comes down to, right? So, in this article, they basically kind of say, like, he was the Force Awakens. Whether or not he think we think he did, he went on a press junket and said he didn't want to do it, right? When it first came out. So why. now it's well, it doesn't. The question is why. Uh, you have a history of multiple directors being fired, multiple directors. Uh, you know, kind of, or multiple multiple people being attached and then kind of let go unceremoniously. And it seems to me, I do agree with you that it's convenient that this story comes out. It does fit a certain narrative. But, and I know you're sitting there saying, oh, well, J.J. Abrams, he's J.J. Abrams. He can't get pushed around. He can't be manipulated like that. But there's so many stories of big-time people who fall into the same situation where they've, they, they basically sit there and go, well, studio meddling did this and this and this. I mean, why was into the spider verse so good? Remember we asked Jeff Gomez and he goes, cause animators are left alone. <laughs> they're, they're not, you know, hey, they're, um, they're there to tell a story then. And that's it. They're going to tell the until, story. Until I hear that it was studio meddling that made the force mm-hmm. awakens what it was. I don't feel bad for him. Because the force awakens was, is the epitome of what was wrong that's with the entire also, trilogy. That's also supposedly in this article what it, what was said that uh, during the Force Awakens, Disney was hesitant to hire John Boyega because a woman was front and center, so they deemed that risky enough. JJ uh, fought to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same issue came up when JJ fought to have uh, Finn and Poe in uh, in the Return of Skywalker. Um, right. Uh, sorry, Rise. I keep saying return. Hmm. Many people, JJ included, uh, but that would have been insane. I mean, production for Disney, that would have been insane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cut out to other, you know, like just. I mean, one of the biggest criticisms of the the uh, uh, the Last Jedi was that the team was all split up, and that the the other two characters had almost absolutely nothing to do in the entire movie. So right. for for executives to come along and say, "Hey, take these two guys out," because everything. The only thing everybody wants to see is the love story between uh, Kylo Ren and Rey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I almost wish they would have done that because it would have been a total disaster. It would have been a well-deserved disaster. Yeah. I and mean, you look, maybe, maybe, but it also, a lot of that fits into JJ's kind of guerrilla marketing tactics and how marketing goes along with, um, 
with the product that you're making in it. Everything is front loaded where you, you, you introduce a lot of mysteries, but you don't have any answers for them. You don't have any resolutions to any of them. And then, you know, you leave it up to it. Even if maybe that was, that was all the studio and it had nothing to do with Ryan Johnson or, um, or JJ Abrams. Yeah. It is, it fits JJ's MO so well to, you know, to, to have situations where like not explaining race parents, and not explaining where the lightsaber came from and not even giving us a tidbit of information yeah. that we could go on so that we could carry it through to the next one. And then, so what happens is that it starts to become just a puzzle. Once you put all the pieces to the puzzle together, there's no emotional through line for you to be able to hold on to the characters. And now, now I know how those movies end. I know how, what happens in all those movies. I have no desire to go back and ever see it again. Whereas because I was invested in Luke's, uh, you know, Luke's desire to, to, to be as close to his father as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. And because I believed the, the, you know, the, the, the inaccurate truth, the, you know, of, of Obi-Wan who, who basically told Luke exactly all the background that he needed to know in, um, in a new hope. And, and so I'm going in Empire Strikes Back not wanting to, to know what the hell is going on. But I go in there thinking I know what the heck is going on. Yeah. And because I think I know what's going on, I've come back because I'm invested. I want to see what happens next. And in the process, not only do I see what happens next with this giant sweeping uh, space adventure, but I also find out at the end that what I thought I knew wasn't what I knew. And that the person I was relying on to give me the information wasn't actually giving me the right information. Mm. And so the good guys are now ambiguous. The bad guys are still the bad guys. So I still hate the bad guys, but now I don't know who to trust on the good guy's side. That's, and, then you, and then you stop the film with, you know, with the, one of the bad guys in peril. The, 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 the other one is maimed for life and, and, and disillusioned. You know, there's, I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing, amazing um, ending to to lead you into a movie that was absolutely guaranteed to 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 boom at the box office, even if it was terrible, which a lot yeah. of people can consider it to be. I don't. I'm not one of those people who dislike uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. No, but not at all. There are a lot of people who do. So it it to me, I don't understand. Like it it pertains to a, a, a utter lack of understanding on how to tell stories. It's not a lack of knowing how to put movies together. It's not a lack, in, in, in a complete reverse, George Lucas doesn't know how to polish a movie. He doesn't know how to polish a movie and put it together to the point where it actually appeals to, um, to modern pop culture, mm-hmm. right? So he's got the story. And, the, pro- and the, the thing about it is that there's still kids talking about Obi-Wan and Anakin. Right. We're still talking about Obi-Wan and Anakin 15 years later, even on, on, on the backs of three, you know, dubious movies, like dubious installments into the saga, right? And that comes from a prequel fan. Right. So we're watching these. I don't, I, I, I just remember going into this third one and watching the banter of all these characters and really liking what I heard from them and thinking it's, this is too late though. Right. I still don't know who any of these guys are. I don't know what any of them want. I don't know what they're right. there for. Right. You know, like what if okay, if you're not going to do a love interest, if Finn's not going to be a love interest, and I don't, I'm not an advocate for Finn being Ray's love interest. 
at all. What was he there for? Because they didn't give him anything to do. No, no. And they Han actually Solo gave was him... in love with Princess Leia. They had a love story. They, right? gave, they gave Finn the best... Uh, Lead in. Right. I was going to say, uh, like, uh, the, 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 catalyzing, the catalyzing moment. Right. He's a stormtrooper. I mean, that's, that's a completely original idea within the context of, of these films. And, and then they took him nowhere. They gave him no turf. They gave him they no gave wants. Him, they, they, gave gave him to, they gave him to learn the same lesson in two movies. You know, in yeah. Force Awakens, he learns the lesson. And then for some reason, Ryan Johnson's like, ah, maybe he didn't really learn it. And we'll reset the clock. And now I don't know what to do with this character. I don't want to do anything with this character. Right. Exactly. I'm telling you exactly because you're a writer. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly what happened. You've given and they're like, we're going to give him we're going to give him the showdown uh, against his boss who we don't know anything about. Yeah. Who's a cool looking. Who's not imposing. Who's not a threat. Who was I mean, who was a joke. They threw it in a trash can compactor in the first one. So yeah. they, you, you neutralize her threat. Just the same thing you did with Kylo. Yeah. You neutralize his threat. Now, I will say that Kylo Ren and, and Rey becoming allies in the, in the second movie when they were deadly enemies in the first mm-hmm. movie was a great development. But it was it was developed in such a way that was there was no context in between Force Awakens and this to suggest that they would all of a sudden uh, you know, because they didn't have a plan. And it was it was literally have, days later. It was yeah. days later. You know, right. it wasn't a, a year later. It wasn't right. like I've had time to reflect on it, I've had time to learn who I right. am, what I am doing. It, right. It, which which just, actually made you know, in the rise of Skywalker, the kiss at the end so horrible because why is this guy being redeemed? He's still a mass murderer. Thank God they killed him at least. Sorry for people who haven't seen it yet. Spoilers. But, <laughs> uh, but thank God they did because at the end, I, I wouldn't tolerate this happy ending between a mass murderer. That's like Hitler being like, hey, you know what turns out? Well, Anakin I, got redeemed. It, it'd, be like, it'd be like Hitler being like, I'm going to be the, I'm, a, I'm just going to be a painter now. I'm an artist now. Who knew? Who knew? You you healed me, and now and now my paintings are good, and now I'm an artist again. Uh, would you ever let let's let's put let's put two um, supposed secret cuts up against each other? The JJ cut versus the Snyder cut. Which one would you want to see more? I'd want to see the JJ cut. I'm not going to lie about that. I, I just, I, I would want to see if it makes it any less a dumpster fire, in my opinion. Yeah. Because like the 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 Snyder the Snyder's extended cut of Batman versus Superman allowed me to like the film a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I'm not nearly as invested in the DC EU as I right. am or was in Star Wars, mm-hmm. but. Watching that, I'm like, oh, that's why that character did that. And that's why, you know, and that's why Wonder yeah. Woman's after that picture. And that's, you know, so, you know, I mean, it's still, it's still was ridiculous. It's a ridiculous movie. You know, do you bleed? You know, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is happening? It's written by the same guy. That's the other problem. Right. It, so It's interesting, too, because, I mean, the Snyder Cut of Justice League, is something that is a completely from what I'm name? what's it what's a guy's name? Terrio or Terrio? Chris Terrio, yeah. Chris Terrio. He's not he's not a he 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 had another comment. Someone someone asked him about um someone asked him about the end of the movie. Yeah. At the end of the movie there's a piece of music called A New Home. 
written mm-hmm. by John Williams, right? So Ray shows up at the Skywalker, the Skywalker mm-hmm. farm, the Lars farm, actually, and uh, which, which, without explaining how she knew where he lived and whatever, but it doesn't matter. She could have found Leia, Leia told him. Right, right. But Leia had only been there once, and that was when she was a slave girl to Jabba, so I don't know when they had time to visit the large farm, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and she's, she buries the lightsabers, and, you know, she's, she's sledding, mm-hmm. you know, up and down, and, you know, she's looking around the place, checking the place out. So now look, from, from, from a rudimentary standpoint, you look at it, and you're like, she's, you know, she's, Figuring out where to hang her drapes, you know, like you know, all right, um, I'll check this place out. You know, this is this this looks good. I could hang out here. Now, what the the cherry on top of the scene is the woman who passes by. Now, the woman passes by and asks her about that so that she could say, "My name is Skywalker." Right. But but the woman says it's been so long since anyone's lived here. What's your name? Ray, Ray, what? Now, Ray should have said, I'm just passing through. I'm not going to stay. But no, they want the impact of the Skywalker line. Sure, sure. So someone says, okay, why is Ray, they, go, they went to Cristario and they said, why is Ray moving into the Skywalker ranch at the end? And he's like, oh, she's not. She's just burying the two lightsabers there. And then the person says, well, okay, but John Williams, the piece that the music John Williams plays there is called A New Home. And he says, I don't know why he named it that. (laughs) So you see, I'm like, well, you've given us, you've hung a lantern on the fact that she may be staying there. Yeah. You have to, if you, if that's not your desired effect, you need to be writer enough to know that that's what people are going to think. Mm. So maybe now look again, studio meddling. Maybe he had, maybe he's a, he's an excellent writer. He's Shakespearean. But maybe that's, well, he, he did win an Oscar, you know. Okay. For best screenplay for for Argos, so I mean, he obviously can write. So that that again, that it doesn't comes down necessarily to the, mean he can write. He won an Oscar from Hollywood. That's well, <laughs> look at you, zing! Oh, it's twenty twenty. All right, <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, any truth to these rumors? Do you want to see the JJ cut? And which cut do you want to see more? You can comment on the Facebook feed. When we come back, it was a miracle. It was a sighting. New. Mutants, and maybe it looks good when we come back. Check out the all-new Sire Studios website, sirestudiosinc.com. Find all your back issues for The Sire, Mainstream, Undone, and more, and be on the lookout for news and announcements, convention appearances, and brand-new podcasts coming to Sire Studios. That address again is sirestudiosinc.com. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. I want to give a shout out to our patrons. Uh, we have trusted trusted guys uh dedicated fans tom osa craig caruso einar peterson matt Byer, omar morales want to welcome our new patron darren sanchez not the darren sanchez that sat in with us but darren's son darren 
who is now a patron of our show, which is awesome. Brian Phillips, our program director, Stephanie Dolce, and as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. Uh, Patreon.com slash Secrets of the Sire. Go check it out. Uh, we did our awesome uh, live stream right from there, uh, from the store. So they got to they got to experience it firsthand and kind of be involved, which was, which was pretty cool. Um, all right. Segment two, trailer truth or trash. Got to tell you, this was a little gift uh, for 2020. I kind of had a feeling this was gonna gonna happen this week, though. I kind of felt like I was like, oh, it's been it's been kind of quiet because New Year's and and Christmas. I feel like something's gonna drop. Had no idea because if you gave me the over under, the odds that we would actually see a New Mutants movie, which I guess technically we still haven't seen. But the fact that it's on the slate for 2020, even though it's supposed to be released in like August of 2018, maybe even 2017, uh, I honestly would have said there's no this movie's never coming out, or it's going to go straight to Disney Plus. Could still both you know both those possibilities could happen, but we got a brand new trailer this week, and what I find hilarious about this, leading up to this trailer. Everyone's like, ah, New Mutants, this, blah, blah, blah. One trailer comes out, and all of a sudden, they're like, hey, hey, this looks pretty good. This looks pretty good. Like, I mean, the overwhelming um, reaction I saw online, overwhelmingly positive. Uh, Ileana using the soul sword at the end, looking like magic at the end. Uh, CBR was even talking about how it's going to adhere to the Bill Sienkiewicz, Chris Claremont run. Um, the Demon Bear Saga. So that's the storyline that it's supposedly referencing. And they're also thinking there is a specific X-Men baddie that we might actually get to see uh, for the first time on screen. Uh, before I get to get, get into who that is, your reaction to this new trailer? It was okay. Did it... Did it any... Better or worse than your previous entries to this film? Not, not really. I it was cool seeing. I mean, this one defined who the characters are mm-hmm. a lot better. So we know it's you know it's Bobby and it's uh it's a uh, cannonball and uh, it's uh, Mirage and Rain yeah. and uh, and uh, Magic, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. No Doug, no Warlock, no. Uh, no that, magma, would, that would take too but... long to explain, wouldn't it? No. I think in like the first movie, I feel like it would. No. <laughs> Not at all. Um, they explain Rocket and Groot in the first movie, you know? Like, come on. Doesn't it 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 could work. You I could guess. do it. Um it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter that they're not in it. I'm I I'm nitpicking. I, I it's it was cool to see them. I've just been burned too many times by that by that brand of uh, comic book movie. Well, that's the, so. that's the funny part, right? Like now, the question that everyone keeps keeps asking though is how much of a reshoot slash redo yeah. did they do of this I film? I wouldn't. I wouldn't bank on it. I wouldn't bank I that they spent too much money retooling. That. I don't think so. But they could re-edit it. You know, you can re-edit footage. You can use footage okay. that already exists. To okay. kind of craft a better storyline, uh, potentially, okay. or a better movie. So it's it's possible. Obviously, we don't know because we didn't. You know, it's not like you're going to get two different. Well, you're you're obviously looking forward to it. So good. let me ask you a question. 
the JJ good. cut or the New Mutants cut? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so according to CBR, <laughs> that wasn't even going to be a contest, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Snyder cut or the New Mutants cut? No. Um, <laughs> the Care Bears or <laughs> Rise so of Skywalker. Is, hmm. So this is according to CBR. Uh, the name of the hospital in which the New Mutants is set isn't mentioned in the trailer. Uh, but faded writing above the main entrance appears to read Millbury Hospital and places the date of the institution's founding as sometime in the late 1800s. If that is indeed what is written on the glass, this could have some major repercussions as both the name Millbury and the 1800s holds major significance for Mr. Sinister. I, I know you don't... It's perhaps... It, 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 it's possibility. I know you haven't Either that or the read... Hellfire Club. Mm, so... Yeah, I know you haven't read... Uh, too much X-Men what? Out, outside of Powers of Ten and, and House of X lately. No, 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 no. I was a New Mutants X-Men fanatic no, 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 no. Lately. when I was a kid. Lately, yes, lately. Yeah, but I mean, lately it doesn't really matter. No, no, no. It, well, it does. No, it does because the, Mr. Sinister we grew up with in the Claremont run is completely, I don't want to say completely different, but he's basically evolved into something complete. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, what. but if this is the Sienkiewicz Claremont run, we wouldn't get that well, that, that's uh, that's my sinister. that's my whole thing. If we're gonna get the the the, that's what I'm saying. If we're gonna get the sinister from the Claremont run, then I'm I'm very much looking forward to this movie. I was looking forward to it in general. Like people were like, "Oh, this is not a new mutant, new mutants, blah blah blah." And I was like, "No, I kind of like what they're doing. They're they're kind of doing what Deadpool did. They're kind of doing what a lot of these film franchises that Marvel does very successfully, which is." At this point, you've seen all superhero movies. You don't want to have another superhero movie. You want to have it be have a different angle to it, and to do a horror movie in in you know have a superhero, but do it in the vein of a horror movie. I thought was always a cool idea. This trailer to me reinforced that decision. And then, I mean, I, I got to admit, you know, Iana, you know, hoisting the soul sword at the end. Was, that was a cool. Hey, you, you don't know, even really see the soul sword. You imagine, uh, but you don't you know, even see it. The, whole the armor is forming. You can. Yeah. It's probably what that is, but you don't actually see it. Let's just be honest. You don't see the sword. Yeah, I don't know. But, I think that's pretty. That's pretty cool, in general, for me. Yeah, like, go ahead. So was Solo. The last guy. The the the, the last Jedi look cool. They all look cool. It, it, like, yeah, looking yeah. cool is not an issue. Yeah. It is not an issue. It's just like, okay, where is this coming from? Who's bringing it to us? What is their intent behind it? Now, you don't have to meta watch these things and be mm-hmm. concerned. If you're excited about that stuff, then absolutely, man, more power to you. Yeah. More power to you. I just, you know, for me personally, it's like, all right, I'll wait till a couple of people see it. You know, I'm not, yeah. I am not going to be first in line to go see that. I, I'm a real big fan of the New Mutants. I didn't like the first trailer. I like this trailer a lot better because it defines it better. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that, okay, these, these are actually the New Mutants. They didn't throw Jubilee in there. Right. They didn't throw, you know, they didn't do a whole bunch of Morlocks in there and try to, and right. try to make it out to, okay, so you're, you're actually taking the team of the New Mutants and you're, you're you know, doing a story behind them, which is fantastic. More power to you, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Because I saw, I went to see The Dark Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? Not, not as horrible a movie as everyone makes it out to be. Not I'm a great the one movie who said it wasn't horrible. 
and you is, said it was. And now you're saying, now I'm saying, look, it wasn't a great movie, you know. And now you're saying it's not. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's not. A, it wasn't a good movie. It, they blew the the dark. I advocate to your devil. No, it's not even just they, that. They blew the Dark Phoenix twice. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and absolutely. It's, like, it's it's easy. It's not easy source material, but you've seen how it's done now. So if there you are can, twenty you can, something movies right. of a successful comic book franchise, right? That if you were if you are marketing smart with the with the with the X Men in your in your catalog, mm-hmm. you could have made some really unbelievable i mean look at the mm-hmm. movies look at the last few x-men movies that they put out look at look at age of apocalypse you had you had um mm. days of future past which was close the closest they've ever come to yes. an mcu movie not yes. logan notwithstanding logan is not in this you know but logan is in the class by itself because it is a genre it's a genre leap for the for the you know for the for the franchise yeah so it doesn't it's almost not it's not a team movie it's not a. It's it's an it's not an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. So you had you had Age of Apocalypse, then you put out Dark Phoenix, and then your 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 New Mutants movie was shelved for two years. I know. I, don't, I am not. I'm not running in there, man. I, I can know. be late if it if someone comes out, someone I respect. If you come out and say, "Hey, no, really, it was good." Well, that, I'll wait that's for someone I actually respect, and then I'll and I'll, no. That's my question, though. But that's my question to you, and I think that's where the this is the trailer truth or trash question. Trailer truth or trash? Is this movie going to be better than we thought it was going to be, or is it going to be trash like we like we originally said? Boy, they haven't even. It's already it's already better than I thought it was going to be because now I can see definitively what characters are using, who they're using, and what you know, and Mm, then I can I can start to extrapolate an image of what the movie is going to be about. I'm pretty for pretty sure. Spoiler alert: It's all a deep fake. That some some villain has them all in one place, and at the end they're going to escape, or they're going to mm-hmm. get rescued by the, the X Men, and, and you know, blah blah blah. And then and then supposedly it will start out a stream of a franchise. So, but it's not going to happen because no, it's, it's not gonna you happen know, part of the MCU. But right. So it is the, the trailer already made the movie better, pertaining to it being a New Mutants movie for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, still didn't convince me to go see it, but it's you know. I, I still know exactly go, what it is. I still go trash. I still think this is one of those things where, just like you kind of said, something looks really cool. Like I, I still reference Entourage when you know they're shooting Medellin and, and uh, Eric sees the cut and it's just awful. And he goes, but can you make a good trailer? And, and, and there's obviously enough here. <laughs> I know a lot of people, again, were chattering on Twitter saying, oh, this is going to be, you know, they clearly, oh, Disney's finally, you know, uh, Marvel's having their hand in this finally, and, and, and they've done this or that. Um, I don't, I I don't even think, I don't even think that's, Marvel didn't spend a dime. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I think they literally are just there. They might, they might've recut some new trailers. They might've made it seem more appealing, but I think ultimately this will be trash. And this, this trailer is not indicative of what that final movie is going to be. But it is on the 2020 movie slate. And when we come back, we will go spinning the racks. Movie predictions, 2020. We're going to put ourselves December 31st, 2020, in those shoes. Make predictions right now. Well, when we come back. There's a featurette. 
that has a look back at the females in the Marvel Universe. You still didn't have to talk about it. You still didn't have to go over it. But then you you had to go and you had to go and and, and welcome to to the world that the rest of us live in. So you're sitting here being like, I don't know why we talked about it. I'm going to make fun of you and get on my righteous high horse and be like, if you didn't like it, you're not enlightened. Uh Yeah, that's the purpose of the second chair, my friend. (laughs) Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire, talking comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. I want to thank you guys all for joining us as we normally do. Uh, and as we normally do, we like to go take a deep dive into all the material, the source material, before you get to see it on the screen. Uh, we call this segment Spinning the Racks. Spin the Rack. However, tonight, uh, we're going to do a little, instead of doing the deep dive into the source material behind the movies, we're going to talk about the movies to come. We are talking about 2020 movies. Hassan, let me give you the list and the dates. Uh, This is actually courtesy of Movie Facts. I want to give a shout out to them on Instagram, Movie Facts. Go check it out. They did this really cool poster. They did all our work for us, which is awesome. They basically kind of gave us all the genre slash comic book films that are coming out. I'm going to skip over a few like Bad Boys and Fast and Furious, uh, while you know even 007, while they are are genre films for sure. Uh, we are we we lean toward the comic book movies slash sci-fi variety. So uh, that is what we'll stick with. Um, animated. You know, something something along those lines, uh, something that was maybe based off a cartoon movie, uh, sorry, a cartoon or comic book. February 2nd, I believe it is. Yep, February 2nd, Birds of Prey. Uh, very, The very next week is, uh, is Sonic the Hedgehog, but we're not going to really even, I'm not going to force you to go see Sonic the Hedgehog, which will basically be the comic book movie equivalent of Cats. Uh, from, from from all indications. Uh, again, skipping through James Bond, et cetera, et cetera. New Mutants hits April 3rd. Black Widow comes out the very next month, May 1st. Uh, Wonder Woman, June 5th. Ghostbusters. We're going to include Ghostbusters because there was a lot of Ghostbusters comics and there was the animated series. July 10th. July 31st, Morbius with Jared Leto. He gets a second chance. We're going to skip over, but we'll probably end up talking about it because there's nothing else to talk about in August, and why not? Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure sequel, uh, the, the oh. third movie, comes out August 21st. So we'll probably talk about it here just because it's, it's Keanu Reeves, and that's close enough for us. September nah, 18th. I love Bill and Ted, so I'll uh, talk about it. I love it too, and I'm just saying in terms of what fits and what doesn't, you know. Uh, yeah, but that, we'll, that's always, that we'll always it, changes from, from week to week, depending we'll on make what it the exception. material is. We'll make an exception. September 18th, The uh, Kingsman uh, prequel comes out. October 2nd, Venom 2. And then November 7th, The Eternals. And finally, Kong versus Godzilla, November 20th. Uh, that kind of 
there's a Dune movie that comes out the end of December. Any, any, I, I was not a Dune person. Are you a Dune person? Yep. That's the end of the year. Maybe we'll, we'll either come up with something and, and talk about it or we'll run out of time because it'll be Christmas and New Year's and we'll get two weeks off again. All right. Oh, I only have to wait a year. I know. That's it. It's the only time you get any breaks. Uh, fast forward. It is December 31st. 2020 we are talking about the highest grossing film of the year out of everything i just mentioned which one is it in your mind leaving out the the movies that you left out already right so only yeah. the movies that you mentioned yeah just gotta the be I between uh ghostbusters and uh, wonder woman I'm going to say it's between Wonder Woman, Venom 2, and Black Widow. I think Black Widow is going to do... You said highest grossing. You didn't say which, which would be successful. Yeah, yeah, no, no, highest grossing. I, I, don't think, I don't think Black Widow is going to be a highest, the highest You don't grossing. think so? It's the only no. real true Marvel movie out next year. Um, Eternals Doesn't comes matter. out. I don't, Eternals... I don't think it'll be... I, I think it'll be high grossing. I think it will be gross highly. Yeah. I don't think it will be the highest. What's your top three? What's your top three in order grossing? You, what do you think? Uh, like I said, uh, I think um, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, maybe Black Widow. But I think it would be the third. I think it's going to be Wonder Woman also. I really do. I think that's going to be just, just based off of the... It's going to be an opportunity to kick it over the, 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 the billion dollars. Yeah, I think it's um, going to definitely do and it. I think, I think what's going to carry Ghostbusters is the really poor showing of the, the, the all-female Ghostbusters. You think um, so? Do you think there's going to be a rally cry? Yeah, just like, just like there was the for uh, Captain Marvel. Just like there was for... Um, there's something else that, that did really well. Um, in spite of, in spite of all the negativity that it got, it, it actually did well. Um, or you know, kind of like a, in an answer to it. I don't. I don't. Venom was just an outlier. I don't yeah. believe Venom's the second Venom's gonna. Die. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna end up being like it. It two. It chapter two. Okay. Where the first it was like a surprise hit. Right. Like oh, we got a, we got us a franchise here. Right. Right. And then they made the second one. It's like no, nah, everyone really likes kids in the eighties. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So when you get the when you get the burnout versions of the of the kids, nobody's gonna run Not so to much. See that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what's do you know what's funny? It too to me came out, and I could be completely wrong here. I felt like it just came out last year, and then it too all of a sudden came out like six months later. It was no, like it those... too was twenty seventeen, wasn't it? I think it too it it one was twenty seventeen. Yeah, and, and it, it too was, was twenty nineteen. You, you took two years to do that. I don't know why. I don't know I don't why know. you would, would be indulgent like that and take an entire two years. To, I mean, with all the content that's coming out. Yeah. You know, mm. I mean, like, the, I mean, even Peter Jackson got the Lord of the Rings movies done per year, you know? So there's really no excuse why your It movie couldn't have come out the next year. I'm going to say, know. I'm going to say Wonder Woman followed by Black Widow followed by Venom 2. I think Black Widow is going to do surprisingly really well. I think another I'm movie sure that's... I'm sure it will do well. I don't know, you know, like, I mean, I, and 
I mean, there's still Dune at the end of the. I think one of the highest grosses is not going to be on your list, but I think the I think uh, the James Bond movie is going to be. A, a I think monster. James Bond will be very very good. I think I think that will definitely uh, bring in a big audience. Uh, the reason I'm I, I think Ghostbusters is one of those franchises that everything came together perfectly in that first movie. Because I mean, if you remember too, it's not like the second movie was overwhelmingly. You know, no, the second movie wasn't that great, but and it really wasn't very good. And it's one of those. It's one of those movies I'm, that you have. I'm not everything. saying that movie is going to be good. I'm saying that there's going to people are going to rally behind that movie because they're going to support that movie in 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 the face of the other movie that was not good. And we'll that seems to, to be like people seem to meta watch things where I like they, so. they they start they they seem to be making statements with what they decide to watch. No kidding. Just like weird. they have agendas. It's crazy, right? I mean, it's no, better I, that the people have agendas than the movie studios have agendas. I don't know. I I feel as if I feel as if the people who are voting with their wallets should should have the agendas. They're yeah, the ones who should. Well, be abs- that's the funny part about watching movies these days. And, and look, this is a cycle. It will pass. Uh, there's already growing you know, people growing tired of of talking about this kind of stuff. So uh, not necessarily the message itself, but but people talking about it uh, as much as it kind of, infl- it, it, it's, it's kind of one of those like brush fires where for the most part, I think yeah, we're talking about which kind of stuff, like what do you, movies in general? Like, like no, uh, the, you know, ha- people rallying behind movies, uh, making political statements out of what they, what they go see versus making political statements about what they're making. Um, and then using identities, uh, identity politics. So I know you hate that term, but that is the official term that's out there to garner support through marketing to, to rally people behind, uh, for or against something. Um, I, I think in general, people are growing tired of that. I think, I think what post- people are growing tired of it. I, I think just ma- in my opinion, because there's not, there's a, there's no group of people who are growing tired of being represented. No, 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 no. There's the, the conversation. People are growing tired of the conversation. I think there's, yeah, we've already had a conversation. We've, we've discussed who's actually having that conversation. You know, we've already talked about that deeply, you know, which is, you know, and I, I mean, yeah, more power to those people have, have, have at it. No, no. I, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying in terms your, your logic of saying that you think Ghostbusters is going to be successful because people are going to rally toward it to show support again or or to show. I mean, that doesn't, I I don't necessarily mean because they're, you know, because they're anti woman or whatever Mm -hmm. In, in my, in my point of view, you you very you very shamelessly and shamefully co-opted a brand that is you know it's very beloved yeah. and then most of the movie was making fun of that brand you know making fun of the affection that people had for the brand yeah so, I mean, kind of like last was, jedi <laughs> right yeah or rise of skywalker it's like it's like wait a minute like are you are you trying to expand this brand and make something out of this? Mm-hmm. Or are you just trying to, you know, are you just trying to make a buck off of the excitement of it? You know, the moment, like Kevin Feige is making, he's making absolute roller coaster ride spectacles, mm-hmm. but he's also making sure to, to, to infuse um, each movie with enough narrative that it'll have legs so he can make another movie. Right. I mean, it, 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 in, in rudimentary terms, that's kind of the best way you do it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Like you don't poison your customers, you right. know, if you want your restaurant to thrive. Right. So it doesn't make any sense. I heard sense. good. Huh? I heard good. I heard that's the best strategy oh, you, you in think business. So? You think, well, I mean, you know what? If you want to pull up stakes and move on, Right. That's kind of the, but you know, you close, you close <laughs> yeah, you that, that, that you burn that, you burn that, you burn the restaurant down. And exactly. You get the insurance money. But I mean, like, I mean, if you think about it, like, you know, without, without even getting on the soapbox about it, if you think about it, you're poisoning your customers, you're, right. you're, 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 you're diluting your fan base. And I don't understand it. I mean, for the moment, like you're like, okay, your, your logic is like, um, you know, well, maybe if we make this, you know, if we make this meal with a, you know, with a, with a lot of heart and integrity and we put our backs into it, you know, people will understand that, you know, Dolce's and Godwin's is a, you know, is a, is a chain that's, and I'm over there like, yeah, but I mean, if we just get butts in the seats for like one night, we can make up a, you know, a year's worth of salary and then we could do whatever we want after that. Mm. You know, one logic will keep feeding us. The other logic, you know, will only feed us for a year and probably won't even work because, it, you know, the, the, the idea is so ludicrous that people will see right through it. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's how most people are making their franchises now. That's, that's the new mutants, you know, that's, that's dark Phoenix. Like, why are we doing this again? You know, and why do it again? If you're going to do it just as bad as they did the first time, bigger without the star power this time, you know, you don't have Hugh Jackman. You don't have Frankie Jansen, who was a big star at the time. You don't have Sophie Marcus, Turner was kind of big from uh, from Game of Thrones. Sophie Turner, but you're not. She's not Hugh Jackman. No, she's not. Patrick Stewart. You know, she's right. not these people. You know, right. she's not Ian McKellen. You know, the, the, all these. You know, it was. It's an amazing. It was an amazing cast. So Halle Berry. All the you had this ensemble cast, and you just botched it. And then you just did it again. You did the same thing again. Now, as you said, Dark Phoenix. I like Dark Phoenix because it's just a. It's a simple story. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a trailer for the next movie. It was just telling a story, but it, but it wasn't really an in, in, a very interesting story. It wasn't a story we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, it was you know, and frankly, if you want to get, if you want to have the woke argument about it, we just saw another beloved female character go nuts and burn down a city. Maybe a month before that, you know, we just saw Daenerys do that. You know, right. so it's like, okay, what is what is. All right, so she, every, everybody who gets superpowers becomes absolutely corrupted and then all their friends band together and try to kill them? <laughs> How many times is that True. narrative going to work? You know, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Bigger question but, mark. Bigger question mark. New Mutants or Morbius? I don't know much about Morbius. I'd have to see Morbius. I mean, yeah. right now it would be New Mutants because at least I know New Mutants. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I'd have to see what Morbius looked like. If Morbius came out and looked like, you know, you know, look amazeballs, you know, then I yeah. would have to go, you know, I'd have to run out and see that. Yeah. Higher Rotten Tomatoes score. Birds of Prey or Eternals? That's, again, that's, a, that's another one. Because Birds of Prey could get a lower Rotten Tomatoes score. For two reasons, either a because it's not good, it's possible that it's, <laughs> it's not good. It's, it's so possible, or it's so probable in my mind that it's not going to be very good. But go ahead. or if it has an overly, you know, if it's marketed in an overly woke way, or it is perceived as a, you know, another woke uh, um, message board, mm-hmm. then it will be, you know, it'll 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 be bombed. 
so that it won't, you know, even you if think it is so? good. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I don't know if it'll be. That's how people kind of vote. They, because know, not everybody's going to run to see the film, right? So this is a very cheap yeah, but way Harley that Quinn, everybody Harley can Quinn vote. Is, yeah, Harley Quinn's a very famous character. That's why I actually said, first of all, I don't think the movie's going to be That didn't really good. help with Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad did okay, but it didn't push them over the top. No, but now, I mean, once, once so Suicide Squad's interesting, right? It wasn't a very good movie. It wasn't put together correct. However, Margot Robbie was such a star in that movie. That was the Halloween costume. That has now become the symbol for this generation's like female, uh, he's, you know, antagonist, uh, you know, antihero, whatever you want to call it. That, that I feel like is going to carry over into the sequel where you have people going because they want to see Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Maybe. They loved her version of it so much. Maybe. And it maybe it's Blade impact. Runner all over again where it's got all this cult yeah. fan following and it was, yeah. you know, it's, it's a seminal work of uh, such and such a time. It's a science fiction uh, powerhouse. And then they make a really good, really good sequel to it. Yeah. Which, which some people argue is actually better than the original and nobody went to see it. You I know. know? It, didn't, it just did not have the, didn't, didn't carry it over. But you never you, know. You've got the Eternals and a whole, you've you got Angelina Jolie and a whole bunch of. The Eternals has less riding on it. And here's what mm. I mean by that. It was like the, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, absolutely. It's like I, if it doesn't 100%. do well, it's like everybody's like, well, that wasn't going to work anyway. But right. if it does do well, it will do extra special because yeah. it actually is good. And, they, and no one thought it would do well. It's, it's, again, the days of future past effect. Yeah. You know? Where it's like, you know, I remember, I remember very prominent people in the industry going, who's actually even going to go see this movie the night it came out? Yeah. You know, the night it came out, they were all over Facebook. Like, like who's actually, the, like, you know, let's take a poll. Who's online right now to go see Days of Future Past? And it, it did really well. So all of a sudden, people were like, wait a minute. You know, the, you know, the, 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 the X-Men movies have, still have legs. Yeah. And then, you know, the very next they put Oscar Isaac in, you know, in an Augustus Gloop uh, uh, outfit. And uh, that, was, that was, he looked like Ivan Ooze. Poor Poe. You know, and that, that, that was it for that. He just, he just can't catch a break. Can't catch a break. Hey, Oscar Eyes is ca- catching breaks all over the place. All over the place. He, d- he survives. He survives no matter what. You know, a lot of his movies are not like gangbusters. Like he, had, he has like art, art house movies like uh, yeah. Annihilation and, um, and Ex just Machina. Played, he and, played Sleeping Beauty in that movie, though. He didn't really do anything else. Ex Machina, I, I want to see. I, I never. But I mean, he, you know, those movies didn't do tremendously right. well and he just you know I'm, I'm in star wars now you know right. it doesn't it didn't affect that's true. it that's true all right uh lastly in the department of they're still making these movies kingsman i, I was surprised when i saw the trailer for it i, I kind of like not the angle. technically kingsman it's a prequel it is well that's the what I'm saying. yeah the well, but that's what it is it, it actually the funny part is it looks cooler something there's something about a third installment that i generally and this is a bias that i have always feel is going to be better than the second one i actually i so i have not seen john wick the third yet uh <laughs> it's coming on hbo in two weeks i dvr'd it and i couldn't get through the second one don't know why just didn't like it didn't enjoy it but now John, I'm the like, third John Wick will make you tired. 
It well, but but I, he, like, I don't think he if, really even use a gun in that one. He just yeah. literally beats people to death, and but, you're like, "Wow, I am exhausted." Watching yeah, him. <laughs> well, <laughs> watching but I'm excited for Nightmare on Elm Street three, superior to Nightmare on Elm Street two. Well, of course, um, there's a there are entire documentaries on Nightmare on Elm Street two. No idea. And we can't we can't even get into it here because that's how controversial the documentaries on Nightmare on Elm Street 2 are. Look that up. It's a, I will. It's a I will, actually. No, no idea why this gets railed on so badly, but Back to the Future 3, so far superior to Back to the Future 2. Back to the Future 2 was, was a, was a, was a rainy disagree. mess of a movie with, an in, with a weird plot to begin with. Back to the Future 3, perfect. Loved it. Don't love it better than the first one, but love it better than the second one. That's, to me, another example of the, the third movie just... I, I, you know what the thing is. I think Back to the Future Two is like a genre movie. It's a science fiction genre movie, mm-hmm. and Back to the Future Three is it's a western. Is, yeah, but I mean, okay, fantasy movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put it's. You know, it's like it was like the first one. Now the first one was really clever. The first one's a fairy tale. That's the best part. But the first one is is a is a it's really cleverly written. It's yeah. really poppy. It's yeah. really wonderfully written and, and tightly woven. And the third one is like a love letter to the first one because it's that same trope, that trilogy mm-hmm. trope mm-hmm. where everything happens exactly how it happened the first time except slightly different, you know, where, where, mm-hmm. the, where the shoe's on different people's feet. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. The Western thing didn't do anything for me when I was growing up. Yeah. I liked good, it. Good trilogy. There's a great documentary. Oh, yeah. But uh, – Oh, the one the making of the three of them. I'm, I, I am a documentary whore. It is, it is a shame. I actually need to go to a, uh, to, to a group to, uh, <laughs> to help me with my documentary really obsession. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, I need right. to. I need an intervention because I am a documentary well, crazy person. I've seen whatever, whatever you, whatever genre you mention. If there's a documentary on it, I've probably seen the documentary before I've actually seen the genre. Huh. That's yeah. not easy to do. Yeah, I've done it. You know what else is not I, easy I to do? I do a lot of things that aren't easy. You know what it's not easy to do? Take two weeks off and come back this on fire. That's what we do. That's what we do every week. Thank you guys for joining us. Next week, uh, we'll talk about something. Uh, the Witcher, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like really we're on that. fire. We're going <laughs> to come, come back. And we're going we'll to discuss have, something. We're going to use words. It's going to be beautiful. Surprise special guest. Is it Maybe. Ronald McDonald? Maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Better bring nuggets. It's as if we need a plan. <laughs> we'll In see theory. you all next week. <laughs>